Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Weekly Dish. I'm Stephanie March. I'm here with Meredith Deeds this morning. Hello. We're having a great time. Um, we do have a one comment. We had Dawn who hung on the line, and she wants to talk a little bit about that duck, I think. Hey, Dawn, what's going on? Oh, Dawn, are you there? Dawn. Did we lose her? She got tired of us. <laughs> she might just be away from her phone or something. Oh, okay. Well, if you see her come back, I don't know if you can tell or not. But anyway... Can I just say really quick that yes. um, the in talking about duck, it's that Hank Shaw website. His blog is Hunter Angler Gardener Cook, and there are okay. a lot of duck recipes. On, you know, there's, there's a lot of good duck information on here, and so please check that out. Okay, that's good. That's for David. I love that. I love that question. That was really great. Um, okay, so guess what time it is? It's time for top two in hour two. Yeah. Give him the old one, two. One, two, one, two. And now. The Weekly Dish presents Top Two, Top Two. The Top Two. Pick your best two. In Hour Two. All right, give me two. All right, this is the time to show you guys when we talk about a couple of things that we are just sort of excited about or a little bit obsessed with this week. Um, So do you want to go first? Sure. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so you know how there are those people that give a gift for someone else, but it's really a gift for them? Yes. Well, I'm one of those people. Yay! I gave my husband something called a rock box for uh, Christmas. And while it doesn't sound very exciting, like, here's a box of rocks. A box of rocks? Um, what it actually is, it's R-O-C-C-B-O-X, and what it actually is, is a portable uh, wood-fired pizza oven that you um, that you use outside, it gets up to nine hundred degrees, and um, and makes the most incredible wood fired pizzas. And you can use it; it's got a gas. Um, oh, dang! You, you can use it on just propane, or you can add wood to it. Either way. But it is the most fun. We've been outside, even when it was really cold, like 12 degrees. We've been firing up that thing and cooking outside. Wow. Um, making pizzas, but not just pizzas. We did this incredible steak in it. You've got, you know, you buy like a cast iron um, pan that fits in there and you can do fish and steak and vegetables and, and wonderful pizza. And I have been having the most fun with this thing. This is amazing. Is it? And it is outside. It has. To, does it have to be outside? No, it needs to be outside. It needs to be outside. It definitely it gets to needs get to be hot, outside. Hot, hot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my gosh! So it does have a wood burner. You could be a gas burner, and then you get a pizza peel, a little hopper tool, and a manual. Right. It is a bit spendy. It is a bit spendy. It was his only gift, and so. <laughs> That's okay. It's six hundred bucks, and yeah. that's all right. It, was, um, it looks like, yeah, it looks like it's you can get it at William Sonoma. I just put a little link up. It's by Gozni or something like that. Yeah, and there are other wood fired pizza um, ovens, you know, that you can buy portable ones. I went. The reason I got it was I ran across the Serious Eats. Yeah, Do you know Serious oh, Eats. God, oh yes. my god, love JK them. G. Lopez. Yeah. Um. Um. He did a big thing on these pizza ovens, and he's just a mad fan of Rockbox, and so I was reading it and thinking. Oh, this just sounds like so much fun because it's an art form. You yeah. can't just set a pizza in there. You got ninety seconds turn it. to turn that thing. Yeah. It, it cooks a pizza in ninety seconds, yeah, folks. That's how hot it is, and it is delicious and delightful. So, um, if you know somebody that really loves that, and you got is the like, pennies, yeah, send that. I mean, that's that's a that's a some people buy it, people, other but it's things. not the only option. Go there are other less expensive options out there, and still all fun. So, I'm just been having a great time. Good. Yeah, no, I'm a big fan of the outdoor cooking pizzas, that's for sure, and cooking pizzas in general. Well, this is the option if you don't want to build your own, uh, you know, outdoor pizza oven.
carving out a brick and adobe or whatever mine is still under construction let's be clear about that all right so my first one is i'm actually gonna call out the norseman distillery again from where i was last night this is what i want you to know though you guys This is so they do a guest bartender kind of thing every once in a while. And, you know, people from other bars come and bartend. They have got a woman who is from Kentucky's. um, Her name's Alexis, I think, um, from Kentucky's Silver Dollar Bar from Louisville. Silver Dollar Bar. (laughs) The Silver Dollar Bar, you guys, is legit one of my favorite bars that's not in this state. Like it is. I went there and they know more about whiskey than you than I can even think to come up to ask. Right. You know what I'm saying? So. Those Kentuckians, they know oh, their whiskey. God, they do. And they, it's just like like water and like in their blood. It just, it's, I should have been from Kentucky. Me but too. anyway, so so Alexis says at uh, Norseman, she was there last night. She's there tonight. But here's what they're doing because she is a huge serial killer fan. <laughs> like a buff. She's like a super true crime buff. She's a total like podcast nerd. Mind hunter. Yes, kinda. totally mind hunter. Criminal minds, the whole thing. I chatted with her last night as I was sitting there. They, uh, when you sit down at the bar, they offer you a dossier, and that's the menu. And it's you pick your drink via the serial killer that it's associated to. Oh, that is fun. It is so fun. Like, the first thing you open it up, and you're like, well, there's Jeffrey Dahmer. Okay. And so that could be the cocktail I'm having Boy, today. What, what serial killer would you choose? Well, I'm like, which one do you identify the most with? Well, I the first time, <laughs> the first thing I did was I actually went with, um, I went with, well, I went with local antihero Ed Gein because okay. he's a Wisconsin boy, uh, and As he you do. he liked skin, you know. So there was things about that, and he. But anyway, this is a weird thing to laugh about. But I know, still. I know. You know, at this point, I'm just sort of like, what do you yeah, do, right? But it was they had a really smoky whiskey drink that was kind of fun, and then the next one I ordered was the BTK Killer, and that was very bright. and And there's all these reasons like oh, behind I, it. I would like to see. I wonder if they have that menu online that you. Can I don't look know at, if they do, but you have. Have to go, but she, uh, Charles Manson, Molly, my Molly had Charles Manson, and they had it came with like a little skewer of uh, like a cactus skewer, and it was light and bright and refreshing because they were like, because once you get out of the desert, you need something refreshing. You and know? where is this again? This is Norseman Distillery, Norseman. and it's it tonight is. is it? Like it was last night oh. and tonight, so oh. you gotta oh, go. You gotta get there. You gotta you go. Gotta go for happy that. hour, you guys. I think they open at three o'clock. They may be open <laughs> earlier. They have snack boards. They have you know little like charcuterie things you can right. snack on. Right. And you will need snacks because some of those cocktails are high proof. So it's right across if you're getting your knives. Yes. If at you're ever getting sharp. your knives sharpened at ever sharp. Yep. But North Norseman Sharp knives, serial killers, serial killer and, cocktails. And That's all you need. <laughs> Oh my God, they should have totally had a co-sponsorship with Evershark. They that been, should have. That might have gotten dangerous. Yeah. Okay, so that was my first one. What's your second one? Okay, so speaking of um, speaking of those dark of dark week yeah. and and the dark beers, I tried the uh, Prize Brewery, which is a fun place. I like that place. Have you? Yeah, I that's just a have good been place. there the one time. And, it's over it was, in sort of North Loopish, but not but kind of heading right. into the it's north. It's kind of near like Boom Island. You know where it's and, near? It's near the river rats uh if you've ever watched the uh the water ski show oh that's right right down the hill from it yeah it's in that whole area so anyways they've got the lost moon stout and it was it's now again though it's one of those um it's one of those beers that feels like a meal replacement yeah it does um but it is delightful if you're hungry and thirsty at the same time and want to accomplish both goals at once clearly it's it's a it's it's got a um it's high roasted and kiln malts and it's got the the dark toffee inky chocolate like roastiness yes. and so um so i really enjoyed that and i may find myself back there today uh skipping lunch but uh enjoying 
Why not? Enjoying a Why not? liquid lunch. Yeah. I think that's a good... Oh, God, yeah. I, when you find one that you really love, then it's hard to, like, deny it. It's a sipping beer. It's a sipping beer. It's an afternooner. It doesn't have to totally. be... Totally. Yeah. Um, okay, so my second one is actually where I ate dinner last night, which was Popova. <gasps> oh, and I've been dying to get there. I'm dying to hear Next to Centro. I'm just... I'm telling you, they were packed to the gills, both in Centro for tacos and margaritas and fun stuff, and in... In, in Popova, which is more of the finer dining sort of, but so it's not it's fine dining. The, it's kind of got the Frontera Grill Topolobombo yes. thing going on. It's totally the, that. The fancy casual. Yeah. The cocktails from everything, from the cocktails to the service to just the food was so beautiful. We had a short rib, you guys. If you look on my Instagram stories, you'll see that short rib. That was just, just like a, just sort of an umami bomb. You know what I mean? It was just all the good fattiness, but then also just a really good earthy dusky sauce on it. Right. And um, it was like kind of a mole sauce, but I don't want to call it that because I don't know if it necessarily was. But I mean, everything that we had there from little beautiful bites of pork on tostadas to, you know, it's tuna ceviche to everything else was just beautifully done. I mean, it is a feast for the eyes, how gorgeous these plates are. But then it's also light and fresh. And this is the thing about Mexican food. It's not Taco Bell, that's for sure. Right. You know, it's definitely something that is more I, than that. I love the, what's happening right now with all the wonderful, you know, kind of higher, you know, upscale Mexican yeah. that's going on. Yeah. I mean, comida. Yeah. And then and then uh, whatever it is that Ann Kim's yeah you know, whatever it's going to be going to be in Lucia's space. Let me tell you something too. Most people don't understand this, and this is really great for if you have friends who are gluten free and you're always struggling to figure out where to go with them. If you go to these high end Mexican yes. places, Colita is a gluten free restaurant. You guys like. The- one hundred percent. It and, is gluten free. It's not gluten free. Well, I don't. I don't know what his um, all of his motivations. But I mean, that is Mexican food. It's a natural because um, they use corn, corn flour. Exactly. I mean, they sometimes they also have. There's flour tortillas in different parts of Mexico. Right. But but in many parts there are no flour tortillas. No. They just don't do it at all. Right. And so it's naturally gluten free, which is. Which is so great. He's not having to manipulate anything to make yes. that happen. And I loved, we had this little squash dish last night that, and we had sweet potatoes with like a honey and sort of oh. a tangy yogurt thing. And those, the vegetables were just, they were so hearty and so not a side dish. Right. And that is a big, huge piece of that too, where it's like when you're also trying to eat healthier and eat better, and maybe you're cutting gluten out, but you're still like, you're kind of missing things. Having like a little bit of a starchy sweet potato kind of fills that need, I think, if exactly. you're cutting bread. But then, and to have it be like a really substantial good dish is such a gift. Well, and it's so wonderful that because so many people think, oh, we're going to have Mexican food. It's going to be so heavy. It's going to be cheesy. It's going to be whatever. And and it doesn't have to be. I mean, Taco Bell. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but but this is <laughs> can I tell you that my friend Dawn on Fox 9, she was like, she goes, I was talking about, hey, you guys, should I bring tacos next time? Like talking about future segments. And she goes, well, I'm a taco snob. And I'm like, oh, you are? What do you eat? She's like, well, no, just beef and cheese. And I'm like, <laughs> so like crumbled okay. beef and yellow cheese. She's like, yeah. I'm like, you're not a taco snob. There just to go. be clear, that's not a snob. <laughs> I think people are learning that Mexican is exactly. There's a little bit more than yeah, that to it. And, and Mexican food is so much more and it's so it can be so sophisticated and, and the flavors so um, you know, nuanced, and I just think people are learning that now, yeah. and and I'm happy to see it. All right, you guys, there's our top twos. We're going to take a break. When we come back, I think we're talking to Justin Sutherland. I hope they're here, um, and we are going to talk about his time so far, halfway through Top Chef. Oh, I can't wait. I know. We'll be right back.
Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Weekly Dish. So here's the deal. We kind of have a bit of a spotlight happening right now. It's exciting. It's exciting to have a national show like Top Chef, Bravo's Top Chef, and have local representation on it. And we have Justin Sutherland in studio today. How are you? I'm wonderful. Thanks for having me. Good morning, Good. everybody. Good. And so you are you are on... I mean, this is season 16 of Top Chef. It is. It's crazy. Did you ever watch it in the very beginning? I, I watch it from, from season one. Did so, you really? Yeah. Oh, God. I know. Seriously? He's a pro. He's a pro. So, of course, you know, Justin is uh, he's the king of Handsome Hog, and that's kind of where, you know, you started to really come into mm-hmm. your own. But you've been a chef around. You were at Brasserie Zentral. Yeah, I opened Zentral. Spent four years with uh, Russell at Meritage. So. Mm-hmm. You're, are you just a St. Paul boy in that way? I am. I love St. Paul. Yeah. You know that. <laughs> I do. And then, so Pearl and the Thief, you had opened in Stillwater. Yep. And it was opening while you were on the show. It was, that not, is crazy. It was not planned that way, but yes. Uh, Isn't that insane? It was nuts. I was so nervous. And then once we realized that I was not going to be there after construction delay, after construction delay, I was like, guys, I'm not going to be here. I'm not going to be here to open my own restaurant. Nope. My God. Joe did a really good job of holding down the fort. So did. did Brandon. Yeah, Brandon killed it. Joe yeah. killed it. So yeah. no, it went off without a hitch. So thanks, but, guys. And you are moving it to Minneapolis. Oh, crossing the river, big city time. Yep. yep. That's good. It's it all is. fun. It is. It's, uh, it's a good move. We love Stillwater. I mean, we hung out in Stillwater. Yeah, we did. We did. We did. Just, this just hung week, out this I think. Week. I think it was this, this week. week. So you know yeah. I love Stillwater. I love you still, Stillwater. Mm-hmm. But, the, you know, Minneapolis called, so we had to answer. We had to answer. Yeah. So, okay. But really what we're here to do is to talk about the show. Mm-hmm. Yes, because being on Top questions. Chef, seriously. <laughs> and I mean, for me, there's this whole sociological thing of you... Okay, so obviously it was filmed. How many weeks did it take? Um, it was about six to eight, six eight weeks. Right. Yep. So it was very intense. You very were there intense. the whole time, and you have and to you're like sequestered yeah, there. They're not allowed to talk. No to cell people. phone, no internet, no TV, no oh. no watches. We didn't even know what time it was. You were oh you, you lived in the Top Chef bubble. That's, oh my god! Wow. Yep. Right. So then, so then, but now, so now it's broadcasting, and mm-hmm. you're part of this whole very. I I gotta feel surreal for you, like mm-hmm. t- sort of like the hype machine. But then you're part of it. You kind of know what's going on, but then again, you kind of don't. But you don't. I mean, I I know the the end result always, but you know, I have no idea what's gonna make it on air that episode. Which because, way they're gonna spin it? Right. So I'm seeing it the first time as everybody else. And how does that feel? Yeah, it's 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 is weird. It it's definitely surreal. Yeah. Um, but you don't know how they're gonna spin your character. You know, I don't right. know if I'm the nice guy or the. I think you're the nice guy. (laughs) I think you've already kind of hit the nice guy vein. You know what I mean? Like, I think you're on that lane. You're definitely like fun. You know, they they, keep keep the fun side of you in. Yes. Do you ever, besides the corn, throwing Mm -hmm. the corn down, which was the epic, like, (laughs) (laughs) I'm not using corn, you know? And we're all like, oh my God, forget the corn. Oh my God, forget the corn. It's okay, move on. You know, but like, do you remember like things? Are there things that like as you're watching it mm-hmm. that you're like, oh, they cut that out. Oh, they oh, cut. Ab- absolutely. Oh, you do I mean, remember. Yeah, there's okay. things I'm like, oh, that's what they decided yeah. out of that entire day, <laughs> 20 hours of filming, and that's what you showed. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's been those moments, and there's definitely mo- things I'm glad they left out. So that's right. Uh, I was gonna ask, <laughs> are there things that you thought, oh, I hope they don't? Yep, and they didn't show them, so I'm not out. gonna tell. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell later? Uh, maybe. 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 <laughs> okay. So then, as far as like watching, you know, because last. Not last week, but the week before was a little tough because you were in the you were on the chopping block. Yeah, the the restaurant was yes. That I am so glad that's over. Yeah, that was tough. That was was, by the way for them to put that earlier and then to do three and then they're like, wow, this is one of the roughest restaurant wars. I'm like, well, because they're not. 
it's so early in the I mean, season. You're not right? still and not we were, used to cooking. We were so surprised hearing that. I mean, yeah. you know, it's generally that's a you know that's a Top Chef milestone. You mm-hmm. want to make it to Restaurant Wars. You, that means that means you made the top eight. Yeah. Right. Um, so seeing it so early when you don't know these chefs, you don't know who you're cooking and with. You didn't get to choose. You didn't so, get to choose. Yeah, so gotta... it was uh, it was quite surprising. It, it showed. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if they'll do that again. But maybe just to throw you know a wrench in the works and right. keep things fresh. You know, it's 16 seasons, so they got to keep mixing it up, keep people watching. I get it. So Those Restaurant okay. Wars were wrenching though to watch. They oh were. my gosh. That was that was that was rough. It was, that rough. was rough. And Lord, and if you're not, if you don't so know, stressful. I don't care. I'm going to spoiler alert you all over the place. But like, I as a front of house person in my past life, you know, oh, were feeling. You, were you cringing? Oh my god, I wanted to strangle Nini. Oh. I was like, God, girl, oh. get talking. You have to get their yeah, sections right. Exactly, and move. Yeah, move, move, quick. move, go, go. go. Urgency, please. Yes. Exactly. Yes, so. Yeah. Oh, that was that was hard to watch it if was. you've been in the restaurant business at all. But I want to know. So you're on the chopping block, and you're in like so you're sitting in your bar in Handsome Hog. Because basically yes. every Thursday night they have a watch party. Yep. So you can go and watch the episode with him and you're sitting there and you're on the choppy block. I mean, you obviously knew you didn't get chopped. So there's a little bit of that, but a you have to like bit. hear it again. Right. Hearing you have it to again PTSD and, it. And watching that again. I mean, it's, it was rough. I mean, it was rough. You know, was, I like, was the bar quiet? It was. <laughs> they were all like. All, well, most people were watching my face. Yeah. Like, and you're you just know? like, you're like this. Because it's okay. Yep. Did you tell everybody it's okay I didn't get cut? No, not no. at all. We got to let them let go them through the whole process. That's I had okay. to go through it. You want Every time people ask me what happens, I'm like, do you really want to know? You don't want to know. You don't want to know. You don't want to know the end of a movie before you go you see it. You don't want to open your presents before they're wrapped. Exactly. You don't want to know. Was that a hard few minutes to watch, though, that portion in front of the judges? Where they're questioning you and you're answering? It was. And I mean, and those those judges tables are long i mean we're up that's how long yeah how long are you i mean anywhere from two to five hours we've been i mean they spend where you're standing standing there and they i mean they go through each judge and each judge lays into you for a solid you know 30 minutes and i'm sure they got to keep probing until you know production hears the answer until they get the good stuff all right got it it. that's a good one (laughs) he's about to cry (laughs) but yeah it is uh it's brutal and i mean hearing being so heavily critiqued by you know that that uh panel of people it's uh the first time was really rough you seemed exacerbated like you know like you had just come from the experience it seemed like that on there where you were just like still so fresh in your mind what had happened with the front of the house was yep. that true or or is there, is there like time yeah. i mean there, there's time in between but right. the only time that's happening you're spent stewing over are you going to go home and especially yeah. right. you know, choosing i mean historically it's generally the executive chef who goes home if your team doesn't win yeah. um so I think that's why we were lucky that there were three teams. Because yeah. if, if if there were only two teams, uh, I probably wouldn't be on to the next week. So. <laughs> so then, before you went on the show, did you, I mean, like, is there a thing where they, like, do you study all the other seasons and sort of take notes and sort of a, a try to bit. game it a little bit to a see the bit. patterns? I, def- I definitely, once I found out I was on, went back and, and watched some some key yeah. uh, seasons and studied, you know, made sure I, I had a, a dessert in my back pocket and, yeah. made, you know, watch the things not to do and, you know, kind of judge What sends people home? I right? would think what that you would have to do home? that. And yeah, there's, yeah. And there's actually a lot of algorithms and, and websites and people. That's what I've like, heard. There are some, like, diehard Top Chef yeah. nuts who have, like, broken down just ratios. I mean, it's pretty crazy. And so. they game it from the very beginning. Yep. Like, they're like, okay, they watch the opening sequence and they're like, this is who's this going is gonna home. Win. Yep. Yeah, it's and crazy. this is who's going to win, yeah. Yep. So that's like... It's kind of nice. There's a pool, office pools. Oh, there's, office, there's office pools everywhere. I've got a lot of, a lot of emails from people asking how much they can buy some information. How are you feeling? Right? <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> so, 
and you have done a couple of dinners. You've already done one with Kevin. I did. And that was awesome. Have him come up, Shrap, yep. who was he was cut that week, and then you guys had a dinner with him. Yep. You did a little mini restaurant wars, and you have another one. You have we do. Uh, uh, Brian Young. Brian from Young Boston's is coming. coming up. Yep. So he's coming um, next week. Uh, he yeah Monday. Yep. Monday. Yeah, he'll yep. be in Monday morning. He'll be there the entire week. So remind us which one Brian is. Uh, Brian's uh, hipster Joe Flam. He's the, he's the tall one from Boston with, oh, the, with the hair, with the, hair the, and and the tattoos, and the glasses. Yeah. He's got uh, a lot of airplay too. Yeah, because he's hilarious. Really well I mean, yeah. he, he won Restaurant right. Wars. Yeah, um, his dry sense of humor is just hilarious. He's become one of my best friends from the show. Oh, that's I've, great. I've been out to Boston and saw him. We've done an event in Napa together this yeah. summer. So he's definitely a buddy. Okay, and so he's coming in, and you're going to do a beast dinner. Yeah, so, is that sold out? Um, I very almost sold out. If, okay, I would say there's less than four tickets left. So if you want to go, it's going to be minute, phenomenal. Let's all hurry. <laughs> yeah, right. It's going to be phenomenal. <laughs> yes. um, events at MedicineRestaurantGroup.com. If you want to snatch up these last uh, four tickets, mm-hmm. um, but Brian's a butcher by trade, yep. so. Um, Beeler's Farm in Iowa has been growing a pig, especially um, for me in Handsome Hog. I've um, been feeding it olive oil and walnuts its whole <laughs> wonderful seven months of life. Good Lord. Um, Lucky pig. So Monday afternoon, we're going to do, right? yeah. do a live butchering demo. Um, Brian's going to break the pig down in front of about 15 lucky guests. And then Brian and I will spend the week prepping it. And we're going to do a six-course um, olive oil-fed pig dinner um, paired with some awesome bourbons. Um, right before the episode airs, oh. and it, it's the butchery episode of of. So okay, uh, of right. Top I saw the preview, out. and yeah. I was thinking like that he's got to like own this, but thing. then there's always a but right. does he? But does he? Yeah. <laughs> like, or is this one that he totally messes up? Like the thing, like my would be like the whiskey challenge. Right? Like drink as much whiskey, and I'd be like, I biffed it. I don't know. <laughs> you know, yep. that's how that would go. But that's it's gonna fun. be a blast. So okay, so and it's a pre thing. So you watch it. So the fun thing is, I love these. Yep. You're doing the dinner from five to seven, mm-hmm. and then so then everyone can chill and watch and the show. Everyone comes upstairs and watches the show. So we'll do the watch party with everybody who just ate the dinner. Brian will be there. Uh, it'll be fun. Okay, give us one teasy hint. Give us one one thing you can say about maybe the upcoming show. Is there a clue or anything? Oh, I don't I don't think I can. Do you, get, sure, do you uh, get slapped with lawsuits if I, that I happens? I do. I'm sure uh, Bravo NBC is listening right they're now. Totally, making they're sure totally that I'm not listening to the weekly much, dish. So. Yeah. I remember my non-disclosure. You don't get to worry. All right. We won't take anything <laughs> away from that other than we think. I'm going to just say it. I think you make it to the top four. That's what my bet is. I think so too. Yeah, I, I will go so as far too. to say I can say I, I don't know if you won. I I would love it if you did clearly, and I kind of think maybe you did, but a top four for sure. That's where my money goes. Awesome. Well, okay. I, pre- I appreciate your support. Yeah. Okay, Stephanie. there it is. <laughs> All right, you guys. Well, thanks for being here, <laughs> Thank Justin. Thank you for having me. And everybody, tune in. It's on Bravo Top Chef season sixteen at eight o'clock on uh, Thursdays. No, they moved it seven o'clock. Now we are moved up Ooh. indefinitely. Seven p.m. Really? Yep. This is good intel to know. Yep. Yes. I mean, so I always reset your DVRs. I DVR it all. I know, I do too. Everyone does right now, right? Okay. All right. Well, thank you for being here. Awesome. Thanks we'll for take a quick We'll be right back. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Weekly Dish. Thanks for joining us today. Hey, just to let you know, of course, if you don't know already, that if you missed any part of that, if you're signing on just now and going, I miss Justin Sutherland of Top Chef. Then you can always dial up the podcast and you can. Uh, you can find it wherever you find podcasts or you can go to mytalk1071.com. It's easy right there. And find it on demand, whatever. It's all it's good. Because he's fun. And that was a fun little insight into yeah. Top Chef. If you're a fan, you got to catch that. Yeah. Seriously, like the ideas of like all the background stuff. Yeah. I think that if you go down on Thursday nights and watch it at Handsome Hog, and it's of course, he just told us it was on at seven now. So 7 p.m. Right. Um, that it's a little bit, uh, it's, it's a little bit, you get some, maybe some inside track. He's not going to tell you what's going to happen, but I have a feeling that there's a little bit of like, okay, oh, well, sure they did this chat. or they didn't yes. that or, you know, and like. It's just fun to be with a whole bunch of other people that are so into the same thing you're into. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So. I love that. How idea. often does that happen? Oh God. Right. Seriously. <laughs> I think it's great. 
So one of the things I wanted to make sure to talk about when with Meredith here is because she is such the home cooking goddess and we have so many people who are making resolutions to cook yes. more. Let's talk about yes. that. Well, I hope they are. Yeah, I hope they are. I'm actually full disclosure working on a little feature for the Star Tribune on this same thing. But the the I think the idea is that it's we always there's always the New Year's resolutions about how we're not going to we're not going to drink. We're not going to eat, you know, carbs mm-hmm. or we're not going <laughs> to whatever. We're going keto or yeah. whatever it is that that you're doing. There's there's a lot of specificity around a health outcome. But um, but. I think that the best thing, the nicest thing you can do for yourself, the easiest thing you can do for yourself is just cook. Yeah. Cook for yourself. Cook for I yourself. Mean, I love me a restaurant yeah. and I love to go out and yeah. enjoy a good meal. But for the most part, I cook at home and I'm sure most people, you know, if, if but there's a difference between cooking and eating at yes. home. And I encourage everybody to kind of get in there and actually cook a little bit. It's not hard to do. No. Um, as opposed to buying some pre-prepared thing and bring it home and and eating it um but there's so many good reasons to be actually cooking at home i mean it's it's cheaper yeah right yep and that's so save some money in the new year it's it's actually i think quicker to go ahead and cook at home than it is to go out and grab a meal and you're going to make it just the way you like it. I mean, there's nobody's going to cook the you know the food the way you like it better than you. Yes. And it, and then and also you can hit all your dietary you know so all your dietary restrictions or whatever. Yeah. So, anyways, that's kind of my thing for the New Year's. So just try to talk, like just make it simple. Just get in there and cook. And and I think there's something too about. So when we talk about January and we always talk and our big thing here is we've been talking about, we, I want you to expand your life. Right. I don't want you to contract. I want right. you to expand your life. I want exactly. you to add things in. I don't want you to think about cutting out. I think the more you add in better things and Elizabeth Reese and I were saying the more good stuff you add in, it kind of crowds out the it bad does, stuff. Right. And thinking about that is adding in cooking is only going to like there's, if you think about it, going to restaurants isn't necessarily is not bad. And then the, uh, to me, the bad part is when I go, oh, I can't, we don't have time to go out. I don't right. really, I'm too tired to cook, whatever, blah, you know, and then I go, oh, well, let's just order pizza. Like, right. And again, like if you do that too much, it's all about moderation, but exactly. But I think if I prepare to think about cooking more and then do that, that's going to crowd out the pizza. Like exactly. it's, that's like, and if I just commit to doing more and expanding that area and being ready for it, that's going to like necessarily jettison the bad stuff and then when you make time for that pizza you're gonna make sure that pizza is really good i literally am psyched because i think i am having pizza tonight and i think i haven't had pizza in i think probably like six weeks or something like that see now we've been having a lot of pizza at my house with the rock box well yes you (laughs) have yes you have but no but it's good pizza you know we're making it ourselves and we're enjoying it and you know here you can get a lot in the twin cities so much good pizza but so so it it is it's all a balance right it's moderation of of, and and also kind of a a self-love sort of thing you know, yeah. a lot of people, especially smaller households, kind of get into this whole thing, this whole mindset about, ah, it's not worth cooking. Right. Um, it's not worth the time and the effort. But it doesn't take that much time and it doesn't take that much effort 
to do something, you know, good, you can do, you can pr- plan ahead. Just a little planning ahead is all it really A little requires. planning ahead. Or you can make something like, um, I call it gold in the refrigerator. Yeah. Like if I've got some chimichurri sauce or some tapenade or some pesto that I've made at home and it's really good, I can add that to a million easy things, make a sandwich terrific, yep. um, you know, flavor of vinaigrette, whatever. There's easy things that you can do to make your food wonderful. Um, but you got to get in there and you got to do it. You got to commit. I will tell you this last week, I put up a picture <clears throat> of some leftover ramen and this I was, saw that. so this is the essence where I want to say most people think you can't do anything. I left work at six o'clock that day. Yes. And then I popped into the grocery store because I needed, uh, the noodles, you know? Right. And I was already thinking I have so much in my fridge. I just want to. I just want to bear down on that. I don't want to, you know, I want to like figure out what I got to throw in, but I knew I, so I picked up some noodles and I, and I got home and I had the broth from a chicken carcass that I'd used from rotisserie chicken. So I'd made the broth like last week. And so I had that. I had these noodles now. That's a good tip, by the way, the rotisserie chicken broth. Yeah. I mean, that is the number one, that's a weekly dish thing that we should all be doing. Yes. But, and then I basically, and then I looked through the fridge and I was like, well, there are those uh, zucchini noodles that we, that like, if I don't eat them now, they're not going to, no right. one's going to eat them. Right. And then we had a little bit of a mushroom and spinach, like the very dregs on the bottom of the, t- of the plastic thing from, you know, the spinach thing I'd made earlier. And sure. then, and it was literally, and then of course the famous, the funny thing that everyone loved was the not quite slimy green onions, because I'm always like, oh, I can just peel them down. Right. You know, like it's okay because I am a huge anti-food waste. All my kids will tell you, nothing makes me more angry than having to be like, well, nobody ate this. Right. I have to throw this away. I hate that. Because I spend a lot on food. Well, not only that, but yeah, exactly. You want to, you want it to save money, but what it does to the, you know, to the environment, that's like the last thing we should be wasting. Yeah. And we do so much of it. Yeah. But cooking at home, I mean, once you get in the, once you get in the, in the zone, You'll save yourself so much money because you will be thinking about what's in the fridge. The other yeah. night, I had a whole bunch of leftover vegetables. I just chopped them all up, tossed them with some um, olive oil, salt, pepper, herbs, and high roast, high heat roasted them. They were delicious with a with a steak, and yeah. it was wonderful. Yeah, um, and, and I used it all up. You but. used it up, and that's like I would rather go through my fridge. And sometimes I specifically don't grocery shop because right. I know that I have to eat through that fridge. And right, and I know that if I go to the store on a like a big day like on a Sunday and then you know get too much then I'll just throw the other stuff away but if I go and here's the other thing people it's it's okay to go to the grocery store multiple times a week oh my god I do it all the time I do it I do it all the and people are like how did you I'm like literally there's no difference I'm driving home from downtown right and I go into Wyzetta and I pop into Lund's and I leave the I can get in and out of Lund's in Wyzetta at six o'clock in like 15 minutes. Exactly. And then I'm on the road to my own, to my house. And because we eat later and I know that I don't have small kids and I know that that's a big difference. And I know that because a lot of people have multiple children who they have to get to activities and do all sorts of things and pick up and drop off. I'm just saying that it is, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm aware that that is a different place I'm in. And so this is a different part, but planning ahead, I wouldn't even have to have gone. If I would have thought on Sunday, Hey, let's, use some of the stuff for ramen this week or let's think about having you know and menu uh menu planner and a board like elizabeth reese has is a really good tip that is then you don't impressive. have to ever stop at the grocery store and and keep in mind a lot of these grocery stores have delivery now oh i know so many <sighs> of them almost all of them and it's not expensive no people so love that if you don't have time you know if you Get think a little delivered. bit ahead they'll, they'll bring it right to your house yeah 
And so, um, and and again, the idea is though, uh, looking at gathering up your fragments, you know, yeah, figuring out what you got, using it, and um, and having a, a wonderful meal that will know it. It will naturally likely be helpful because yeah. you're making it at home yourself with closer to whole foods. Now, Allie Kaplan has started this uh, 28 day challenge or she's doing this monthly challenge thing with five feet running and she has to eat whole foods. And she's sort of like they're like no processed foods. And she's sort of and she's a that vegetarian, a challenge. but she's sort of like, well, she's not she doesn't love cooking. You know what I mean? That's right. not her big bag of of fun like it is for me. <laughs> and so. We were talking about it because she's this literally like, like, so can I do this? And I, is it like, does it mean this? Does it mean this? And the difference, I think a lot of people don't understand even what processed foods kind of are because we're all very mm-hmm. used to them. They're all in part of our lives. And so it was really a thing of like trying to figure out what it was like, is this, do you open it? If you open a bag or a box and pour something in a bowl, is that a processed food? Most likely it is, but not Probably. all the times. Like opening a can of beans is not the same as opening like a, a bean soup that has already been made for you. Exactly. One exactly. is better. One is a, just a packaging, right? And one is an actual product. So exactly, we're talking about that. I thought that might be an interesting thing that we could, you know, kind of explore more. But you know, I'm trying to feed Allie my leftovers. <laughs> 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 I might have given her my miso pesto, by the way, from Bon Appetit. That have you seen that super hot green cilantro? spinach and miso pesto i have not but i'm gonna get on that i might put that on the website you guys because literally on the facebook page because it is literally it sort of changed my mind about how pesto would interact on my food and i did it on the zucchini noodles with some uh salmon oh it that was sounds like, Hello. delightful and it had sesame oil so it's got this small asian sort of bend sure and the miso which has got that oh, all that umami happening i'd love miso everyone oh, should be using more miso it's true i know All right, we're going to take a quick break, you guys. When we come back, we are going to hit up the rest of the story. We're going to also clue in to a couple uh, little Instant Pot fun stuff is going. So uh, there's some heroes over on the the old uh, page. We'll talk about those in a minute. We'll be right back. This is Weekly Dish. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Weekly Dish. Thanks for hanging with us today. It's kind of a funky Saturday. It's kind of a little bit of a gray day outside. It is. I haven't given my weather report for the day yet, which is normally (laughs) when I always start the show. Because I eat based on how the based weather on the is. Weather, this sure. is the Minnesota girl well, I am. What are you eating today? Based on I, the weather. I literally was just thinking like where am I going to go after this? I so last week I went to Union Kitchen where uh or Sociable Cider Works. Oh, uh-huh. Cuz Union Kitchen has popped up there and you guys that kimchi fried rice with an egg on top. That ain't bad. Hello. Uh-huh. Hello. And I they also have a bun me. They have a bun me hot dog. Is it good? It's a Peterson beef hot dog. Really? It's legit. Why, what are they putting on top of it? Just all the goods. All the good banh mi things. Yeah, all the good banh mi oh, things. Yeah. I think the banh mi is one of those like sandwiches that has completely and utterly creased into our consciousness as something that we just do. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Have I Have you could... been to Lat 14? Oh, God. I was at Lat 14. Ah. Thursday. Thursday. <laughs> did you have their bun me? Or? I did not. In fact, my mouth of my roof of my mouth is still a little bit tender from the burn because <laughs> I, I I bit so hard and fast into those basil Thai basil wings. Oh, yes, and they're hot. I mean, you they're guys, like temperature hot. Temperature yes. hot for sure. But yeah. let me just say, they are my new dry rub wing I, favorite. I love by far. them. They are so good. Lat fourteen. Lat fourteen. Golden, Golden Valley. Golden Valley. Yeah. Go sit in the bar. 
Have a drink. Yes. Eat those wings. Good cocktails, good food. Yeah. Okay, here's a fun thing about that, too. I happened to be sitting in the bar, and I was hanging out with a person, and he had to go to do a meeting, you know, and so we were just kind of catching up on stuff. And then I was sitting there, and I was like, well, I'll order some fried rice to take home to Jake. And uh, Ann Ahmed, who was, you know, wonderful, she's like, do you want another, you know, do you want another round of wings? I was like, yeah, I kind of do, you know? And so as I was waiting for all of that stuff... Um, you know, she was like, I have to sit somebody here because he's been waiting. And I'm like, yeah, sit him down, you know, yeah. <laughs> basically. And there was a, had been a woman next to us who was reading a book right at the bar, which I also love. And basically, as they like sat down, I was like, so what's going on, you guys? <laughs> I like basically had an entire evening with two strangers, never found out their names and just had a chat fest. Like talked about like, have you eaten here before? What's that book you're reading? I learned about her 20 year book club. Right. All the things. And I just thought. I really hope that more people just don't sit on their phones and just like talk to the person next to you. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's a fun thing, right? We often don't do that unless we're traveling or whatever. Right. It is a fun. Just in your own town. Like, well, a lot of people, I don't know if a lot of people go. So I do a lot of things. I go to bars and sit at the bar by myself because (laughs) (laughs) I have to eat there or something. And maybe it's like, okay, I know I'm supposed to go try this hot dog. Right. Maybe for a blog, maybe not. So I go and it's like, I don't want to call a million people and go and do a whole thing. I just need to really get in there and try that hot dog. Yes. And then I go. So I sit at the bar a lot. And there's a lot of times where it's just me and some other guy. And it's always like, (laughs) hey, (laughs) I don't know. I don't. And I think that it's less and less. What a life you lead. I know. But more and more people are on their phones and they don't look up and they don't right or and i'm okay with that too or they bring their computers to the bar well, like, i've done that too where i've had to work yeah right you know? it, well it's hard to yeah to but check. it is if you are sitting i mean and this woman was catching up on her she was like i needed to catch up on this book because i'm in this i'm in this 20-year book club and i usually only read the ones where i'm hosting right and she's like i'm trying to be good i'm trying to be better and i was like good for you she's like but this is the only time and she wanted wings, and so... Yeah, I gotta give it a shot, yeah. I thought it was great. But I just, I guess that would be my thing, is to say, if, you, if you're looking for a way to kind of add to your life, talk to strangers at the bar. Go to bars and hang out. Yeah. Exactly, and talk to strangers. I know, and I mean, and, you know, it's not like anybody thought I was hitting on them. <laughs> I think we established right away that there were people with families and children and all the rest, and so... You know, I thought, because I do worry about that too. See if they're right Right, there. See if they're there. (laughs) Flip through. I know. I know. It's kind of silly that way, but you know. Hey. I know. That's life. So, where are you going to go eat today? You know, I might. Okay. So, it was my birthday, remember? Yep. So, did you get anything good? I did. My son, my youngest son, who's still in town for winter break, got me Catan. It's a game. It's a board game. Yeah. Won my very first time out. Thinking about thinking about taking it and going maybe to to prize one of the breweries. Yes. And sitting down and having maybe a beer this afternoon and playing Catan. Uh, you should go to Sociable. I may and very get well some go to Sociable. Hey, we have Don on the line. Hey, Don, what's going on? Hi. Um, I just had a question. Um, I listen to you guys all the time, um, and a lot of the stuff that you talk about, I have no idea what you're talking about. But you so. <laughs> On me. Is there a place? Is there like a place that I could go to learn different ways to cook? Um, I like to cook. I love to bake. Um, But you know, I'm stuck in the old. I'm 71. I'm kind of stuck in the old style of where you make the same thing over and over and over again. And that's what I was wondering. Are there any schools where somebody can sign up just for? Cooking classes? Oh, God, sure. yeah. Yes. I don't want, Cooks, I don't Crocus want like, Hill. Um, Cooks on Crocus Hill where you go for one evening. I want a real class thing. Oh, like a... You want to sign up for like a course. 
Yeah, yeah. Where would I go for something like that? Well, I know a lot of the community centers do that. Uh, like um, a Dinah community center a, used to offer isn't some. That usually, isn't that usually where they're just teaching you one, like, okay, we're going to have a, an eight-week course on Asian cooking or something. You know, where I want... Um, I you want, want like, real class. kind of generalized how to cook? Are you saying, like, you want, yeah, like, nice yeah. skills kind of a thing, or? Yeah, every, every, all the stuff that, like, and to learn what you guys are talking about. I mean, what the heck is bon me? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, honestly, the best, I mean, I, here's what I'm going to tell you, and this is maybe counterintuitive, to, but I do think you could go to Cooks of Carousel and kind of cherry pick your yes. own, create uh-huh. your own course load mm-hmm. of okay. the things you're interested in. Or kitchen in, window or, or others, yeah. kitchen window. But then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you something that I normally wouldn't say, but YouTube oh, yes. is I was a great, talk about that too. It's a great resource as far as learning okay. about how to do things. I often, yes. when I wanted to learn how to uh, roulade my turkey, you know, for, which it turns it into sort of a sure. bonnet, I went to YouTube to show me how to take the bones out of a turkey. No, that is a great tip. Oh, okay. That so, is a great okay. tip. But and would, one thing can lead to another on YouTube. So you'll you'll watch a video, you'll have a thing that you're interested in, you'll look it up, you'll watch the video, but along the side will be a bunch of other kind of related videos. It's a rabbit hole. Sometimes you can you can get in there and five hours later you look up and uh, maybe I should do something today. But um but but YouTube is a great you know it's okay, a great I resource. That, I did that yesterday because I, I heard somebody mention short ribs, braised short yes. ribs. Which I have I've never done and I thought, Okay, I'm gonna check this out. Yeah. So I did that and I think I'm gonna do that tomorrow. I'm in a grocery shop today. Good for you. And um, then just continue I, to keep I've listening. I've never done that. Yes. <laughs> just to continue yes. to keep listening, but send us a note if you ever need a clarification. If you ever need to say, like, hey, what the heck is a bond me? You whipped over that. Because oftentimes we forget to clarify, and that's and that's our way, shortcoming. Bon me is a Vietnamese sandwich right. that often has uh, all kinds of herbs and chilies and, and meats and things. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So right, good well, luck, Don. Keep us posted, thank okay? Thank you. I will. All right. Bye-bye. Thanks. I love it. I mean, when you're 71 and you're kind of like you want to continue to expand I your horizons, that. of course, I that's what you're that. going to do. Exactly. Exactly. And I like the cherry picking and kind of curating your own information idea. Yeah. Either with like a school well, or on YouTube. And it sounds like she does know enough to cook. I mean, like, yes. you know, it seems like if you are excited about short ribs, you don't need a basics class. Like you don't need. So you would almost pick to me, it would be more beneficial than just to, to buy a big package of of generalized cooking to find the things that you want to learn about and then build your own curriculum right around that. That would be how I would do it. But yeah. I honestly think the more that you get into this food world and this food life, just using all of your faculties and like finding out, you know, listening to different food podcasts right. and listening to obviously continuing to listen to the show, well, but then exactly. picking up, you know, different websites and looking at magazines and newspapers and all sorts of stuff. God, it's all out there. It is. It's all out it's an there. Exciting, exciting time to be alive. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. There it is. That's the end of the story, kids. Well, thanks for being here, Meredith. Seriously. Thank you. And I'm sure we'll see you again over this year as uh, Hanson travels around the world and does her fun stuff. Yeah. Hey, and follow me on Instagram, Meredith Boom. Deeds. Meredith Deeds on Instagram. Nothing tricky. About Nothing that. tricky. Just do it. All right. Thanks, everybody. Thanks. Ciao, ciao. Bye.